I'm Andy Lockmeers, and welcome to German New Medicine Made Easy. This is your one-stop shop for physical, mental, and behavioral answers. You can listen to this episode as a podcast. You can also watch me recording this episode on YouTube at Andy Lockmeers. If you're not familiar with German New Medicine, you may want to check out my first episode, which is called What is German New Medicine? because it may give you a little more information to understand this episode. And in this episode, we're looking at a study that explored whether or not laughter helps folks with IBS. So we'll look at this from a GNM perspective. And I found this study on PubMed, and I'll put that link in the show notes. Irritable bowel syndrome is the most common chronic gastrointestinal disorder, according to this article. According to the Mayo Clinic, the symptoms include cramping, abdominal pain, bloating, gas, and diarrhea, or constipation, or both. The main objective of the study was to see what was more effective for physical GI tract symptoms, laughter yoga, or medication to reduce anxiety since that is often associated with IBS. And we'll discover why they're associated uh, in just a few minutes. Now this was a randomized controlled clinical trial. There were 60 people. Each of them was assigned randomly to either the laughter yoga group, the anti-anxiety medication group, or the control group, which experienced nothing. The severity levels of their anxiety and the GI tract symptoms before and after laughter yoga and the meds was determined and compared among the three groups. And the results were that, it's true, the severity of the IBS symptoms were more greatly reduced in the laughter yoga group than in the anti-anxiety medication group and the control group. So they concluded that laughter yoga is more effective than anti-anxiety meds in reducing the GI tract symptoms of patients with IBS. So the question is, why would laughter be more effective than meds at reducing the severity of the physical symptoms? The answer from a GNM perspective is because laughter addresses what we'll call the root cause of IBS. In other words, it addresses the conflict shock that they've experienced. So let's look at IBS from a GNM perspective. The conflict that initiates what is known as IBS is an indigestible morsel conflict. It's also known as an indigestible chunk conflict. Well, what the heck is that, right? In the animal kingdom, it's about food. It's some sort of distress about food. For humans, though, it's usually figurative. It's an idea, an event, some news, a situation, something that's difficult to accept. It's something to, difficult to digest in your life. And in the case of the colon, which is where IBS takes place, it's a rather ugly conflict. So what are ugly morsel or chunk conflicts? A horrible divorce, maybe fighting with siblings about an inheritance, you know, you've been betrayed by someone that you love, just horrible things that are super difficult to accept in your life. Let's say for the sake of an example for this episode, we're going to go with a nasty divorce. So it's lots of disputes about the house, the kids. It's been dragging on for a year. 
you're getting letters from your spouse's attorney. It's just horrible. And now you've got GI tract issues going on. Well, we know from Dr. Hammer's work that there is cell growth in the conflict active phase. You are growing cells. Why? To better digest that morsel. You're going to be creating more digestive juices so you can actually digest that morsel. Even though it's figurative, it's not a real morsel. It's not a, a physical morsel. It's figurative. Doesn't matter. Your body looks at it the same way. Once the conflict is resolved, the microbes that you have in your body are turned on and they remove these extra cells because you don't need them any longer. So they're broken down and they're eliminated. And this is uncomfortable. There might be diarrhea, blood in stools, abdominal cramping, night sweats. Oftentimes there's a yeast overgrowth because the yeast are assisting at breaking down those extra cells that are no longer needed. And so if we have a relapse of this conflict, so some aspect of this conflict occurs again, now you're going to your mailbox and you're dreading it because you know, oh gosh, I think I'm going to get a letter from his or her attorney again. And you're just dreading them. And then you open the mailbox and yes, that letter is there, starts the program again. And you can see how over time there's anxiety with this and the program gets activated again and again and again. Your body is stuck in a cycle, right? And so the label that will be put on that is IBS. What does laughter do? Let's look at that. We already know that the meds didn't reduce the anxiety enough to reduce the physical symptoms, but the laughter yoga, it made an impact. And why? So I'm looking at laughteryoga.org and it has Laughter Yoga University. I've experienced laughter yoga before and it's a really, it's a lot of fun. And what's interesting is your body doesn't see the difference between real laughter and kind of fake laughter. Ha 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 ha. You know it's fake, but your body doesn't. It assumes it's real, which is kind of cool. What they say about laughter and the benefits of laughter yoga is that it helps to change your mood within minutes by releasing endorphins, those brain chemicals that make you feel good so you're in a better mood. Like It's a lot like aerobic exercise. It brings more oxygen to your body and your brain so you feel more energized and yet more relaxed. Yay! Laughter yoga reduces stress. It improves relationships. People like to be around others who laugh. Laughter also helps to create a positive mental state to deal with negative situations and negative people. It gives hope and optimism to cope with difficult times. Bingo! So what does laughter do? It's helping you to cope with all the stresses that are going on in this divorce. So if you're coping better with them, the impact in your psyche is not going to be as large. And so you won't have the cell growth that you experience without the laughter. And thus you won't have the same kind of healing phase. It will be minimized. You may not even notice it, which means you just don't have the physical GI tract symptoms that you have without the laughter yoga. So it basically interrupts the cycle of cell growth and cell breakdown. So those physical symptoms are minimized. You may not have a label of IBS put on you. So the next time you're looking in that mailbox for that letter and you see it, if you just did 
some laughter yoga, you're in enough of a good mood, your biochemicals are in a really good place, it's not going to impact you the way as if you didn't do the laughter yoga. So I hope that's helpful information for you. Please pass this on to anyone you know who's been diagnosed with IBS and maybe it can help them. I do teach two online courses for German New Medicine, so check those out at biohealthworksinstitute.com. And again, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Andy Locke Mears. Please share this on your social media. Leave me a comment below and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. Hope to see you next time. Until later.